Hi, hi, and uh, welcome to this uh, values workshop, a new series. But uh, you've been here before, and I look forward yes, to this conversation, Gunjan. Yes, uh, very good evening to you. Yeah. Uh, thank you, you so much for the second chance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here again. I'm looking forward for more fun. Yes. Uh, would you please uh, give a bit of background before we begin on the conversation? Uh, what do yes, you do? About myself? Yeah. Yes, sure. So I am uh, have traditionally been an advertising copywriter, but uh, currently I run my own boutique copywriting and content writing studio. So in that sense, I am a creative entrepreneur for how many six it's a six year old company, and uh, yeah, I uh, by hobby I'm a poet and essentially a writer at work a writer in life a writer through and through i guess that's like a short yeah. and appropriate introduction i can give for myself yeah so beautiful that is uh, how long were you working uh, before you started your own setup 13 years 13 years so in the 13 years my first seven years were spent in agencies and then I moved on to working more independently because I just felt that it was a more time effective way of working because otherwise in Mumbai, the travel is long and then you have the water cooler conversations, lunch, petna, time, chala jata, et cetera, et cetera. So I thought it would be better. And plus, uh, whenever I wanted to think of having a child, I didn't quite think of either leaving the child behind or leaving the work behind. I thought it's the best way to marry the two that just be at home, build up a system where you can be at home even while the child is playing in front of your eyes. So yeah. fortunately for me, it worked. <laughs> so uh, with the question, the reason I asked the question was, uh, say both of us have like around 20 odd years in the business and uh, we've seen our uh, ups and downs and yeah. uh, we are supposedly seniors who have the hang of our professions who lasted the whole <laughs> journey yeah. uh, since this series is called the vulnerable me my first question when i was thinking what should we talk about or at least the first question how should i enter the conversation the thought was at this stage of our lives uh, are we still prone to vulnerability in the way we approach our work or is it like settled or is it just a notion or we like to pretend we are vulnerable what is the scene really so okay interest very interesting question uh so um vulnerability i uh, you know i often only think of it as a at a personal level it's uh, not very often that i've thought of it at a professional level but the truth is that um, see vulnerability to me is nothing else but just being your true authentic self right uh, like your real self is is always vulnerable you're always a child from within right like you never really grow up it's just the body and the world that makes you grow up yeah so where can i take my true self and where you know uh, you know if and then then there is then there is no boundary whether i'm in life whether i'm authentic in life or whether i'm authentic at work so if at work it means that uh, you know there's a certain feedback that i'm not able to take very well in my heart and i'm a little upset that yes it you fine fair enough it's it's best to accept it and to see uh, you know what i can do about it rather than wearing the garb of seniority ki ye mere sath kaise ho sakta hai ya you know why now or whatever 
it happens every day especially as a business person so it happens every day because i as i told you i'm a creative person you know by nature and by basic uh, you know my first instinct is always that of a creative person it is not of a business person but because i've chosen this path i've also i guess chosen the challenges that come with it right and every time my vulnerability is exposed every single day in different manners right and i have uh, fought it i have thought about it i wondered what to do with it but every time there has only been one answer that just be okay with it just be your true self whatever your heart says and it's okay to be vulnerable uh you give it both the uh, and the the problem and a bit of a solution i spotted in there in one or two lines that you said i think uh, the first is obviously the acceptance bit the second is also uh, i want you to delve a little on uh, let's let's accept it and do what we can about it so i tell you what accept it and sometimes na doing nothing about it is also okay i have realized because do what na wo bhi ek aisa chakkar hai that you may not find the answer and then again you are in another spiral keep now i have accepted but now what do i even do about it so i have realized that sometimes it's just okay to sit back and say okay accepted okay now let the forest unfold on its own i will just be in acceptance and can i just take my next step knowing that i am in acceptance that's all because now wo fir that's another different spiral right so yeah uh, it's best not to go from one spiral to another and give yourself okay. a little break um okay let me rephrase my question this was a very interesting answer so now i want to uh, you know call i want to break doership in two ways one is not doing anything is a choice you are actually sitting down to make the conscious call that i am not going to interfere with the process of life whatever it brings me at this point uh, it's not it's not static it's a very dynamic choice that you're making because like you said uh, in your earlier answer uh, or rather what we were talking internally something is always on yeah so things are happening the the concerns that you have may still stay but you you just put the demons to rest for a while and said let me just see what happens yes but uh, my question initially came from the part where uh, i'll try and explain when one is not confused or one is not fearful or doubtful the mind is a lot more clearer because it does not allow the confounding part of the situation to overwhelm us okay so yeah. because it is open it it can seek solutions or rather get to workable things yeah. so for example if somebody is unwell in my home at this point of time uh, and it seems a little uh, overwhelming if i do not know what is happening and i think in the last two years we heard people getting worked up because of small cough and cold or even fever uh, we all went berserk with this whole thought pata nahi kya ho raha hai covid to nahi ho gaya yeah just waiting for a while and just seeing okay wait uh, instead of getting worked up like i always go to a homeopath first uh, so instead of just jumping to conclusions and going and getting oneself admitted or doing things which are not my usual thing to do i i would think that the better way to do things is wait and then take the decision that is supposed to be taken you go to the doctor if he suggests no that uh, this seems a little difficult then you can worry at all worry mm. the uh, part of the solution mm. 
So I meant from that point of view that uh, do you think uh, just that acceptance bit gives you a ground to open up to uh, certain other possibilities that may otherwise not strike you? Yes, definitely. So as you said, the homeopathy thing, right? So the moment I'm in acceptance or the moment I'm okay about it, alternative solutions might come. I may think of homeo, I may think of something else, I may think of a kada at home, I may think of meeting that one dog that I had really liked or I had really trusted. So definitely acceptance ke baat hi solutions can open up, right? It, and this is very much notes to self. It's not like I'm speaking from any place of knowing <laughs> or any place of extra gyan. This is as much of self-talk. But yeah, yeah, I have realized that I'm, every time I do remind myself that sometimes acceptance is the best solution and there is no need to rush forward Yeah, okay. and let things unfold. So uh, one uh, uh, devil's advocate question. You are already overwhelmed. You are already panicking because the situation is going beyond uh, what is your normal levels of acceptance or normal levels of figuring out things. Uh, I am sure in our uh, brief lives, we have seen certain situations uh, in the last two years. So we have seen a lot of them with friends, friends, families. Uh, it's been quite scary. Uh, we were never prepared for something as big as this. In that situation, how does one find that point of acceptance? I think an element of practicality is definitely needed here. Yeah? What I'm, what we are saying, obviously, is clearly, you know, you know, in a metaphorical manner. Ki if you are to see life and its challenges and and stuff like that, then acceptance and then allowing time to unfold its solutions is is the thing. But if you're looking at it in a practical, you know, scenario where you're speaking of, you know, say a COVID thing where you are just feeling that thing, something is not right, then obviously just accepting it and waiting for solutions to unfold may not be the right idea. In, in all underlying factors, I feel, you know, your heart and mind always knows. If not your mind, your heart always knows. You know when things are not right. And when you, you know that you can't be waiting for solutions any longer, you have to take that next step. But there are also times when your heart knows that I can wait it out. I can give it two days. I can give it a week. I can give it a month. If need be an entire year for something to unfold in front of me. So honestly, if we just go into a little bit of silence and listen to our hearts now, I think a lot of solutions lie there instead of looking for anything which is very prescribed. Because that that one, it's it's never a one size fits all, right? It's always like your heart knows best what is good for you. Um, that that is that's there. Uh, my uh, I've been pondering over this point while you were answering. Uh, which is the point in the heart when I'm saying the situation by itself, uh, the first thing that strikes us is our experience about it or what we've heard about it or uh, one of the things that they uh, talk about in Vipassana in the initial 10-day course is that there is one, find, one form of knowledge which we've read about or which we've heard about. Um, it may not necessarily be our experience. COVID was a good example. A lot of people panicked and... Uh, Unfortunately, things may have worsened for some of them, and which yeah. was uh, not required in the first place, perhaps. But uh, the stories we heard, the, the media, every almost the entire world went mad about the whole possibilities of negative things that could happen. Absolutely. Uh, and 
there were there were certain articles which i was reading that you know influenza has killed more people in the us or heart attack is a reason of yeah. many more answers and yeah. uh, of all the other things road accidents were even the yeah. like, you know bigger reasons why people died but i think yes. nobody none of us wanted to be seen in that moment yes. so my question to you is uh, how does one pause if i were to use the term pause uh, before one uh, you know reaches the point of acceptance or is it uh, a practice of what you know how how do you approach what has happened were you always so calm and composed or what happened to or what is your this I am. I only look calm and composed. I'm not always so calm and composed. <laughs> in my head, I look, <laughs> but in my head, my head is always overworking, and hence, and you know, I'm also hence I said notes to self. You know, he and I think it's it's also human nature, right? Like I said, it was only Siddha Sant Mahatmas can, you know, essentially probably say that they are truly calm and composed. Otherwise, life keeps throwing. googlies at you all the time hai na okay anyway so to answer your question i think it's very contextual yeah you can't uh, you know give a blanket solution to this it's it's like i have heard of you know there was this doctor who knew about covid and he was so uh, you know uh, concerned for his family that he shifted to a quiet location somewhere and for three for these many months or years whatever he's been inside even now he has not come out you know of wherever that small place that they are living in so ye kya hai na if this is very contextual of course i do feel it has also do got to do with your own mindset or you know a little bit about i don't know i don't want to call it faith or anything but ye bahut zyada contextual hai what you know in the in the sense of what you are asking because one is a entirely different practical situation when it comes to health where you know Uh, there are a different set of rules that play when the question is of health when the question is of you know thinking what to do next in case of a health diagnosis you know you can't just sit and be in acceptance and wait for solutions to show up if you are having a heart attack you have to go for the next best thing that is you know right there for you if they or if there has been a, a bad diagnosis or something you have to go for the next best thing that works for you of course one blanket rule is to not panic but very easy for me to sit and say that here but you know the person in that moment it's very uh, you know it plays out very differently and uh, having you know okay now speaking from my own experience i think what what works is really to go back into that place and of your you know inside you or in your heart and and really see what is the next step you know is is panicking going to help in any way you know so then but is acceptance going to help versus is panicking going to help right so i would say ek ek wo alag hi tarah ka situation hai health or any other you know disaster or any calamity is a completely different sort of a scenario where these rules won't apply but when we are looking at the other philosophical side of life or you know the other not like life and death situations of life then a different set of rules apply so so okay i i want to uh, really take it into a different uh, way of thinking and ask you something there Uh, one of the things that i realize with personal experience and uh, having spoken to other people who i look up to in terms of how they've been able to be calm and composed in situations which look unbear unbearably overwhelming 
specifically because uh, I have been uh, not only a practitioner of Vipassana, I, I was serving for a while, uh, going to the center, meeting a lot of other meditators time to time and and I heard their stories, I could not believe it. Like it's, it's really difficult in uh, certain circumstances. Yeah. So instead of getting into the mumbo-jumbo of meditation itself, which is uh, where uh, I think a lot of people are either for or against, I don't want to get into the belief system. I'll just explain something that we learn as uh, practitioners of a certain, uh, what is called as art of living. Uh, you know, small things keep happening. Your practice is one thing on the cushion, uh, let's see where everything is hunky dory, nothing is happening. Uh, you're sitting as per, you're sitting, sitting because you want to sit. So it is your wish. There is nothing that has been thrust upon you. You reached a point where uh, you have got a cushion made and you feel like you are now a serious practitioner and all those things have happened. And you're sitting every day and you also luckily reached a point where the discipline has been built. And uh, all these things are working in, on you but the mind is the mind. Now the mind is the mind is where we live our experiences. Uh, so if I feel anything good about you or bad about you, it is while sitting on the cushion, all these things arise in the mind obviously. Uh, there is no such thing as you sit and you get that point of peace. And <laughs> nothing like that happens. In no practice, it happens. If somebody says that, I think... Either yeah. they haven't been practicing or else there is some other sham going on. True. So while all of that happens, you also have been told what to do. So somewhere there's a mix of things happening and you're training your mind to work in a certain way and be calm about whatever panic or angst or uh, whatever negatives and positives that are arising. You do not have to go with the flow at that point of time. You're supposed to do what is to be done. Hmm. Okay. Hmm, hmm. You you so finish, I'll tell you what's coming to my mind. Hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll come to the question. I think you will hmm. resonate with it. Hmm. So when you hmm. train yourself regularly with these things, saying, you know, not what my mind wants, but what I'm supposed to do again and again and again. So little problems keep coming. So you stub your toe against the door and suddenly the toe is paining and, and hmm. you, you know what is to be done. So at times you are supposed to panic about it and quickly if it is bleeding to try and resolve that. If it is not bleeding, just wait. Just let's mm. see. But your mind gets trained and a new mind gets formed, if I were to call mm. it. Mm. So my question to you, uh, now I'm taking it away. Like I said, the conversation is more because the experiences are lived in the mind. Yeah. So the fight I have with you is in my, in my mind. Perhaps yeah. you might be even thinking of me. You had some yeah. other worry, you didn't pick up my call and I called for something and, Completely. Yeah, and yeah, I get picking it. this thing up and I am now at my like the furious, the zenith of being furious and you call and you yeah. say, did you know my uh, kid's homework was uh, not complete and the teacher yeah. called and said, okay, today I am going to punish or whatever or fail the ones who are not yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. I realize it's not about me. Mm. I don't even realize immediately that is a separate story most of the time. So my question to you, can, can a person who's trying to live a certain better quality of life, train oneself to become a little calmer and all that, what we've been discussing in the earlier few questions, is there a way? Because the situations will keep changing in intensity, in health or whatever. Like you said, certain topics might be more difficult than others. Mm. Is it a possibility that one can look at 
What do you want to say about that? Hundred percent. I have I have seen myself change so much. You know, so with with increasing practice, the way you are saying, whether it is meditation or whatever suits anybody, yeah, yeah. you know, if one is conscious about it and if one is intending to do it, there are many hundred million ways to calm yourself down, provided you have the right intent to do it, right? So definitely, this is something that can be acquired um, easily or not. Obviously, depends on the person's willingness. <laughs> yeah, but but it is it is. it is at least something that you can you can say that achievable and at least you can make certain progress in even if whether you achieve it or not and yeah. in fact it's a goal which you can't even think whether it's achievable because there is no limit to it yeah. right but but i think the only goal we can set for ourselves is that am i better than yesterday in this you know was yeah. inching towards something but it's definitely doable i am definitely saying that from experience you can become more and more calm provided you are aware of it and provided you want to work towards it and you are willing to do the things needed it's a, it's a practice and it's a conscious effort it's not something that will happen overnight for sure um did you want to go back to something you were wanting to say when i was asking you yes yes so uh, i think you were saying something about uh, you know doing what you need to do and you know the whole panic and all of that in my life i am only saying this in all humility i without meaning it for anybody many a times na pata hai mere sath kya hua hai that sometimes a situation is so extreme and i am in the middle of the situation that i cannot afford any other reaction but to just calm myself down and do the next best thing that is needed out of me yeah so then calmness or panic na panicking nothing is a choice just doing the next thing is a choice right like like an extreme situation where you know whichever whatever the situation is right mm-hmm. so very often i have seen like sometimes <laughs> it's a very funny thing for me to say but when i see someone panicking or breaking down or losing control i have found myself thinking that for that person in this moment even that is a luxury i can't even afford that right now i just have to be you know focused about what i need to do now whether the world calls it calm or composed or whatever i don't care because i don't have the time to give it a label you know i just have to go ahead and do this next thing that is needed out of me right so um, many a times these things really you know many like really it's a stupid thing to say but obviously i don't mean it in the sense of a calamity or anything but there are many situations in life where i have found that you know being able to express that panic or express that certain whatever is also yeah. a luxury there is a certain space that is there for you where you can go out and express it yeah. but kabhi kabhi wo bhi available nahi hota and then you only need to you don't have a choice but you just have to just take a breath and do the next thing that you need to do because that's the only thing that you can do at that time yeah. so very often you don't put labels but you just do it and then the world judges it as whatever calm or not calm doesn't matter this yeah. uh, this is a beautiful thing you shared i remember uh, last year uh, somebody very close to me was hospitalized and yes. uh, i was quite overwhelmed at uh, that time because it was covid time uh, Yes. no one else could help me come and show the patient and uh, i was the only one doing the running around sometimes you just yes. wanted a break and go for something a yes. chai or something and sometimes it didn't happen and the overwhelming part of the whole procedure because everybody else was always panicking because there were other patients in the hospital 
there were other covid wards um, this one was not and i was uh, one day i just got very overwhelmed when i was like very i wanted to cry i just walked yeah. out of the icu and i just sat and there was this old man sitting next to me who's who's i think his father was hospitalized and he said beta ye kaise chalega we are exactly we are supposed to be, exactly. supposed to be holding forth for the exactly. patient i said exactly. yes can i calm down because it was just a momentary thing you just want to like you said that expression needs to come out and i just sat and i spoke to him and i i didn't even speak i think i was just overwhelmed yes. by the kindness and i just sat there for two minutes i was okay i nodded my head yes. and went back inside and continued yes and the next day uh, that old man's daughter was sitting and she was crying but i was in a better frame of mind i was calm yes. and uh, happy serving Uh, situation hadn't changed, but at least my mood was better. Then I did the same thing for her, and it just stayed with me because it was so big yes. that yes. the same thing is there. We are all going through the same emotion. Yes. And uh, when you spoke about this, I thought, yeah, it's a luxury sometimes. It's a luxury. वो चल नहीं सकते उनके लिए जो अंकल ने आपको बोला. It's not something that that he can afford to do. Yeah. So you know, yeah. But but to you in that time you can afford. true i think uh, this part that you mentioned is very good uh, i want to ask you something else uh, so uh, you spoke a lot about intent and awareness mm. now again uh, this goes back to clarity of mind because mm. if you keep uh, reacting on a small basis every now and then to things that are happening to you uh, like you i think you've been kind and i also do not want to seem very cruel to people who panic at the drop of a hat whatever happens little bit uh, they think no this is the way to uh, resolve their problems i think it's a bad habit to get into because over a period life is sometimes not very each kind to their own honestly each to their own aap kabhi dusre ko kuch bol hi nahi sakte this is my reality ha ha i choose no no it is for us only i am not even bothering about uh, how See, I am presuming that people who sit and watch, uh, like the values workshop itself, is a very vulnerable space for me as well. Mm. You know, to sit week after week and uh, try yeah. and not repeat myself and try and be very honest and authentic and get my guests to open up. Uh, some days are very difficult, honestly. Yeah, when you get five views or two views and you keep thinking, does it reach people? And uh, are people thinking and then you again like you said you go back inside and you really ask yourself why are you doing this yeah. and uh, that is the context that you said ki, okay this is something good for the world and people who are hurting so i come from yeah. that space that if somebody is watching sure. this and uh, you have already given the uh, conditions apply part of it saying look i am not even saying i am calm and cool all the time so neither yeah. are they. i think uh, my daughter will be the first one to say ki look this guy who speaks on camera is not always like this <laughs> very often kids uh, oh god how they show the mirror all the time oh, oh lord these <laughs> often so my question to you is uh if somebody wants to start developing on this path uh, mm-hmm. in terms of intent awareness comes much later i think awareness is a is a hugely loose word uh, used very often by people awareness is not so easy because i think once you reacted it is it is over and after two hours you realize oh my god i should have done i think that is late awareness most of the time 
but before that the intent so what should be the intent what is it that you did uh, during your uh, difficult periods or was there preparation or were were the difficult periods needed compulsorily to wake you up to know i have to look at a better way what do you want to talk a bit about that part of the story hmm. Hmm. sure so preparation to obviously not you can never be prepared about it okay but for me now the order is a bit reverse now whether i understand when you say ki awareness ko log loosely use karte but to me that that knowing if i were to call it a simpler word comes before the intent otherwise the intent is just at a surface level you're not going to do anything about it you're just going to keep giving yourself the excuse ki ha i want to be calmer but i want to be calmer i may be shouting at this moment but i still want to be calmer my intent exists you know so it's not a true real intent on which you will really work right so you need to really see sit know be aware self reflect and know that what you are doing Uh-huh. if i would just say an anger releasing an anger is it the right thing that you're doing can it have a different outlet etc and then only can you have a true intent to move towards calmness and and composure right so that is uh, the thing so same way i think i did the same with myself and hence i'm able to say this is that uh, so one of the things i feel is to you know sometimes i have often compared my life and uh, i think many people might uh, you know agree with the analogy is i just sometimes think of it as a super dark forest ekdam like blinding dark right and i don't know where i'm going right there is no light also at times there is sometimes some light comes some things happens but of late i have done that right but i take the next step in faith knowing that and hoping that i'm taking care of in the next step right up aise mein what preparation to do what awareness to have but can i just be aware of this that the only thing that will guide me forward is something in my heart will say ki ha this next step seems fine right and only then can i have the right intent so i think um awareness so i i think awareness is that really where you know you are braced with a lot of things but also again for myself only i'll say that you know i don't know if uh, one can move forward if one already makes like a huge deal of it and even if one is making a huge deal of it can one still bring in that awareness that okay this is the real thing and this is what i'm making out of it right so again there is that knowing there is that awareness that one can keep bringing to keep taking the next step yeah uh so hence what i have always done is uh, you know for me in a in a dark time or in a difficult time i have always which i again which i mentioned a while back i have found myself often clamped in a way you know ki is ye abhi ye hai iske andar main hu there is no place for me to go out and hence i i only have this next step to do there are not 100 options there is only this one not even option there is only this one thing that i can do right so hence you know whether now obviously if that is the next only thing that i can do then then there is no option between uh, for me again panicking about it or being calm about it the next step has to be taken and maybe i am practical like that that i know ki ha ye next step ab lena hai to main panic karu ya calm karu kya fayda hai this is the only next thing to do and very often taking that one next step further has has opened up pathways for me you know because sometimes the universe knows sometimes the always the universe knows much better than what you do um, 
the word that strikes me is the universe is benevolent most of the time. Uh, it's only our uh, wits are not sharp enough uh, to use a phrase from some quote that I have. <laughs> so now there is this Galip ka hai na ki dil ko khush rakhne ke liye I really don't know what the universe sometimes it is not benevolent sometimes it is very benevolent but I can't move ahead at least I'm not like I'm very I'm basically an optimist right so I can't think that the universe is doing something bad for this something will or you know in this there is something that if weather is not worked out a certain situation for me there is something that is there because of which this situation has not worked out or has worked out so yeah. it is my working mechanism you may say yeah, yeah I, I don't know the truth none of us know the because this benevolence thing also comes from a uh, this morning onwards i've been thinking of certain things certain patterns of thought i had even in school and uh, certain poetry that I liked in school that I remember even today and I was wondering why was I because those are more about <laughs> renunciation kind of things and uh, a, lot of, a lot of them are uh, the benefit of solitude and stuff like that and I was I've often wondered because you know when you distance yourself from your own self and are able to look yourself as a story of some sort you realize there are certain patterns that have been taking you always on a certain path and yeah. You, you have the ability to see them. I think yeah. like you used a very good word, self-reflection. Sometimes that yeah. happens. Yeah. Um, there, was, uh, there was one thought that was running in my head. Uh, I don't have a proper question there, but I'll just uh, go on talking a bit. So we arrive somewhere where I would want your comment from. Um, a lot of this is being understood. If I want to just, you know, look, at what answers you've been giving or whatever uh, kind of conversation we've been having. Uh, one question that you answered uh, inadvertently uh, with the example of dark space was, uh, was one of the things that we on our path keep on accepting the first noble truth, truth of suffering. Uh, suffering is there and just that acceptance that it is there and not making it bigger or smaller just just being there with it this is what yeah. it is and it kind of gives you a, a contextual this in that sense i have a couple of friends who have this pessimistic view they think that things are always going to be wrong and you can trust them to be wrong. so now there oh, is God. no heartbreak ever so there is no heartbreak ever so you're always happy because there is nothing happening which is outside uh, I'll explain. No, that's so sad. What a sad thing to say. So I'll tell you. No, in fact, not. They are. Um, these are just words. I don't actually because being a writer, I think words are just uh, <laughs> ways of being. You know, you're just trying to figure out a. What are what you make of them? Yeah. Yeah. So when they talk about that, and I see them, and they are the happiest people that I know, they come with this certainty that things may be whatever they are. We will do whatever we can. There is no negotiation on that fact. Sure. They will always be bad, but we will be prepared. We will work towards it. We will always plan for it. There is no, uh, there is no emotional uh, baggage of pessimism or optimism for that matter. Right, right, right. They, call, I get they choose to call it pessimism because they are always so. Even when we are joking, and I'm saying, okay, at least, at least, I hope I get up in time. You won't. 
So it starts there. You work, <laughs> you work out three alarm clocks if you want to get up in time. Then don't discuss that why it can't happen. And I like that because it has forced me to relook at my prejudice about optimism or pessimism, for that fact. And it's helped me because you are getting into a sense of doership. Doership. You're always, in fact, you've been saying the same thing without, if I were not to get into the optimism, pessimism debate, you said most of the time I am stuck in a place where I have to take the next step. There's no choice about it. Yeah. So they, they operate from that premise everywhere. And I enjoy right. it because as I learned it, I think it, it gave me a lot of freedom because there's no baggage yeah. you're carrying. Uh, yeah. Uh, and you rightly put in one context there where you said people keep judging you. So, uh, mm -hmm. thanks to, uh, I had two long-term <laughs> in the last two years, three years, and uh, there were a lot of people who thought that I had the hang of the situation. I was always calm. I was always smiling and talking. Whenever this came to me, whenever people, you know, complimented me or said this, so oh, I can't do what you can do. I could never see it only. I think all my crying happened after my patients uh, went into the great beyond where I said, Ke, uh, in fact, this morning it just came to me. Yaar, what do I feel about the situation? There is just no time. You have to arrange for the medicine. You have to arrange for the treatment. You have to arrange for their walk, for their caretaker, for this, for that. Yeah. And there is just no time to sit and daydream about life life time yeah, yeah, and exactly. within that, now I want to. I've got a new question altogether. Uh, within that, I found there were spaces of genuine happiness with the same people who were struggling, and we both had happiness. Like my patients, also, my dad uh, had Alzheimer's, so uh, he was losing his memory uh, yeah. gradually. But there came a time where I realized that he loved chai, and if I made him sit for chai, he took his treatment very happily. So I just figured out that there was some kind of uh, uh, pressure points and some kind of treatment. Yeah. It worked sometimes. It obviously uh -huh. didn't work sometimes. Like he was angry, he would say, I'm not going to take it. And who are you? And why are you stopping me? And we are yeah. bad things happening in public. Yeah. But I'm saying most of the time, you know, it also worked on me. Like I felt that, yeah. But helping me in a situation where my friends have failed me, where my faith is failing me, but chai is helping me. Chai So I want to ask you when you said whenever you take that step, something else open. Yeah. Is it a belief system that opens it or sometimes really possibilities open or is it the mind that is clear? What is it really uh, in your case? All of it. Ah. Any of it can happen depending on different situations, right? Sometimes new possibilities can open up. Sometimes the way I've been thinking about it or if it's something that I'm, say, fearing, right? And then I take the next step and I find that fearful not So then a belief system changes, right? Or sometimes if it's something at work and I take the next steps and then suddenly the client is throwing three more possibilities at me and I'm like, yeah, so any or all of it can open up at any point in time. So I feel there is great um, uh, value 
in in being able to take the next step that's the only thing i tell myself yes because many many times now uh, over a period of time like obviously when i was a kid or when i was growing up or in college i i would uh, be very happy that i can see have a certain foresight about life and it could be my you know mm. immaturity or whatever but at that time it worked for me because and i could achieve it also so when i was in school i could see that ha class 12th tak main ye padhai karungi when i was in class 12th i knew ki main graduation mein ye padhai karungi when i was in when i was a graduate i knew ki main post grad ke liye kya padhungi when i was or why just that like now for class 12 i knew what i would want to do in post graduate right so i was always a very sharp thinker or i always knew where i'm going or where i'm headed right and when i was doing my post graduation i knew that i had to come to mumbai and i had to start working here in agencies or whatever and then when i was in working in agencies i knew ki over the line i'm going to get into freelancing and i'm going to leave this office ana jana and i'm going to make a whatever when i was working or whatever i knew i'm going to make an agency but last few years just completely you know threw that equation out of place and i was like okay ye to kuch aur hi ho gaya कहा <laughs> कटिंग अ प्रोमो फॉर द टीवी दिस वुड हैव बीन अपनी औकात में उतना ही है बट दैट्स व्हाट आई रियली रियलाइज्ड कि उतना ही उससे ज्यादा समटाइम्स यू कांट थिंक बिकॉज़ यू कोटेड अ गजल वो है यही दरखास्त है मालिक मेरी चादर को मेरे पैरों के बराबर कर दे आई हैव बीन व्हाइल यू वर आंसरिंग i realized that uh, that there's been a lot of time that we have taken in this conversation and uh, one uh, before i ask you the last question one uh, observation i would want to make is that when when i started the vulnerable me uh, series i've been talking mm-hmm. a lot about vulnerability and uh, my questions also use the word very often my guests also use the word very often today is one uh, different kind of episode where we are in the vulnerable space without using the word itself <laughs> that is a good feeling because it is uh, this is a lot of uh, i keep using food for thought because i don't have a better phrase but there is a lot of things that i am thinking ki okay oh, this is how we can also be look so my last question to you would be uh you said uh, i want to contextualize this in my last uh, conversation with the guest that we had mohan he said that we were uh he was very cocky when he was younger and his when he presented his option he wanted to uh, he thought there was a lot of uh, i don't remember the phrase that he used um, mm. we are very uh, stubborn about this is the point of view that we have and he says it really worked for me i cannot say it was wrong when we were younger yeah. because we were defining who we are yeah um, so if i were to contextualize your last answer where you said that you you planned your life if you want to call it a yes. lot of people call it planning ke ye karungi fir ye karungi ye karungi yes yes and yes. then life comes at you and says hello intelligent woman i have a question that you cannot answer now tell me yes. what is the answer yes which uh, 
which has happened i think that's what i meant by the pessimism yes. of something so how did yes. you i think i think that? both are fine aisa nahi ki ye hua hai to wo galat tha ya wo sahi tha aur ye galat hai i think life is a mixed bag right and i would agree with your previous guest ki wo that there is a different spirit in a in a different every every decade we change right and life also unwraps in different times like when i when i'm 20 my my mom or my dad is not are not ailing and they are not in like you know going southward at 40 you suddenly realize that and life completely takes a different meaning you know or i'm just saying in different ways because life situations itself change in every decade as a as a 10 year old you're a different kid as a 20 year old you're a different person so Uh, in the previous few days i have been thinking you know what kind of space do i want my guest to be in what kind of conversations do i want to bring up uh, i am happier with the vulnerable me is a, is really a better space than uh, my earlier attempts at helping open up guests to talking about these kind of things uh, the title itself helps where we cannot talk about our successes as much as we talk about how we handled failure in that sense mm-hmm. but today is really a good space to be in and you know i would not want to soil it by giving a particular color to it so thank you so much for joining me today and sharing your thoughts i enjoyed thoroughly absolute pleasure and more more luck for your upcoming episodes on the same series thank you right keep it up you know all right okay. thank you bye. bye yes yes bye